You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 332. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we have a super fun episode. I was reading this article in Healthline, and I almost fell off my chair. It's called the 15 unhealthiest junk foods in America list. And I just want to tell you that one of these foods, or drinks I should also add, is something that I sometimes have. (laughs) And I thought, I have to share this. First of all, the list just sort of makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit and also makes me laugh like hysterically at some of these things. And then when I saw the one that I sometimes have, I was like, if I do not share this with all of my followers, I would not be, I would be doing a disservice to to be dishonest basically. So we're gonna talk about that. I wanna make sure you know that the Holiday Challenge 2023 is now open for registration. If you go to earnthatbody.com, right there on that top of the page, there's a big button that says Holiday Challenge here. Definitely check it out because it starts the Monday after Thanksgiving. You know when you feel just kind of blah because you ate all Thanksgiving weekend and you really want to dial it back in, well, this is a super fun way to do that. You can win prizes. You get access to the all new range of motion core mobility program. It's 10 days to challenge you to dial it all right back in right after Thanksgiving before more holidays hit. So definitely sign up before the early bird rate expires. Now we're going to talk about all of those unhealthy junk foods, even the one that I sometimes have after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Harvard Health Letter, they have a natural remedy to stay regular. And who doesn't want to stay regular? As you likely know, if you've been a podcast follower for a long time, I am definitely pro having a bowel movement every single day. And as I say, it can make or break your day if you do not have one, right? Okay, well, Harvard says that October kicks off kiwi fruit season, which lasts all the way through May. And this tasty green fruit is great in salads, smoothies, and desserts. And it might have an added bonus of helping to ease chronic constipation according to a small randomized trial. Now, scientists asked more than 180 adults, some with constipation and some without, in Italy, in Japan, and New Zealand to take part in four, or I should say in two four-week courses of treatment. Now, in one regimen, they ate two peeled kiwi fruits per day. In the other, they took 7.5 grams of psyllium, which is a natural ingredient found in fiber supplements like Metamucil or even Fiberol, and they took that daily. The order of the two regimens was randomly assigned and participants took a four week break in between. The results, well, both treatments definitely helped constipated participants produce more bowel movements and experience less straining and abdominal pain, with kiwi being slightly more effective than psyllium. 
Scientists say kiwi contains not only fiber, and it has about three grams per half cup serving, but also something called raphids or raphides, natural, that they are natural needle-shaped crystals. That sounds very interesting. And they actually help improve bowel function. So all of these findings were published in the June 2023 issue of the American Journal of Gastroenterology. So a couple things to say about this. One, again, I think having a bowel movement every single day is super important. And when clients come to me and tell me they have a bowel movement every other day or every three days, and that's normal for them, I usually say, but it's not normal. You really do want to have a bowel movement every single day. And if you're struggling with that, then I definitely think there are some foods like kiwi that maybe you could start incorporating into your diet to get that extra fiber. Now, the other thing I really like that they noted is that the kiwi option was slightly more effective than the supplement option. And I, as I say time and time again, stop relying on supplements and when you can, rely on a real food option because I think that the body just simply responds better to it. So kiwi is one of them. Then just as a side note, I have found um, through my studies in Eastern medicine with patients that I used to have way back in the day and with a lot of clients that I work with today, another one that seems to help people with constipation, cucumbers. So I tell my clients, eat an entire cucumber and see if that helps. If you want, have a cucumber a day because it's basically a ton of water and you're not gonna get so much sugar because you are gonna get some sugar with the kiwi. So those are a couple options because like I said, a BM can make or break a day and I wanna make sure that we make your day and not break your day. Okay team, are you ready to talk about the unhealthiest junk foods in America? I feel like it's kind of the perfect time to do it because a lot of junk food is sort of on our way with the holiday season, right? So maybe you can make sure that you avoid these 15 unhealthiest junk foods in America. Now, when they say junk food, they are referring to processed foods. Processed foods have little to no nutritional value, right? And a lot of them even have harmful ingredients in them. Unfortunately, we live in a time where these kind of foods are very, very tasty, very, very inexpensive, and widely available. However, research does say that frequent junk food consumption may be leaving, leading to food addiction, overeating, and obesity. So this is something that you want to think about. If you are someone who generally you eat healthy, but you go on these binges and then all of a sudden you like fall apart and you just eat so unhealthy for X amount of weeks or X amount of months, just remember that research has shown that frequent junk food consumption can lead to that kind of food addiction. It's gonna make things like that worse, overeating becomes worse, and a big problem is that a lot of this junk food, it's super high in carbohydrates, sugar, those things do not fill you up, so you eat them and eat them and eat them, but they never make you feel full, and so then you wanna just keep eating or trying something else, and then you go from the sweet to the salt to the sweet, and you are never satisfied. So it is something that you actually have to be pretty conscious of so that you don't fall into those traps. Now let's start with number one on the list. Tell me all, have you had 
the Pop-Tart. Ha! And do you have it for your children each day for breakfast? Something to think about, yeah? Now, Kellogg's Pop-Tarts have been around since the 1960s. And these little pastries have that sweet filling inside. Generally, they're glazed with some kind of outer coating or frosting. And for whatever reason, they became a very standard breakfast choice, especially when you don't have a lot of time. Or maybe you don't have a lot of time for your kids and they're running out the door, so you throw them that Pop-Tart package that they can eat in the car. You can store them at room temperature, you can throw them in the toaster. They're super easy to make when they're super easy to eat. It's basically a huge convenience item. It is highly processed. It has highly processed ingredients, things like soybean oil, refined flour, and they are loaded with three types of sugar. We've got refined white sugar, we've got corn syrup, and even high fructose corn syrup, which is the big no-no on my list for my clients. Now, all of these consist of large amounts of fructose and fructose is a simple sugar and it's been linked to an increased risk of a lot of diseases, uh, especially diabetes and heart disease. Now the really interesting thing is that the nutrition information on the Pop-Tart label refers to the amounts in one pastry. But what do you all know about how a Pop-Tart is packaged? They package two of those little pastries in one package. And so make sure you understand that the label is not talking about two in one package, it's just talking about one. And so just one might be a whole lot more than you thought it was because you thought you were getting that in two or maybe you only ate one and you divided it all in half and said, well, that's not so bad, right? Two frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts contain 400 calories 76 grams of carbs, less than two grams of fiber, and barely four grams of protein. It is a super high sugar, low protein junk food, and they say it is a terrible choice to start off your day. Now, I will say, I used to give Charlie Pop-Tarts, not the Kellogg kind. So you can do a little better, but I'm not gonna say it's a lot better, but like Whole Foods does have some brands that make a Pop-Tart and they are a little bit better. I did not serve those to him for breakfast. If anything, they were like a snack or a dessert. So another thing to keep in mind is that sometimes if these are things that your kids eat, maybe you can find a healthier version at a store like Whole Foods so that you can get rid of some of the processed or some of the higher sugar options. Now the second one on the list is Arby's Curly Fries. Now I will have you know I've never been to Arby's. The thought of Arby's makes me a little nauseous. <laughs> it doesn't seem very healthy. I can't really imagine that that meat is very healthy or I can't even imagine where it comes from. But the curly fries, they say, are one of the most popular fast food items around. And in spite of their popularity, these deep fried potatoes are, guess what? Very, very, very unhealthy. Studies have linked deep fried foods to inflammation, heart disease, impaired artery function, and so many other health problems. 
What's more is that these fries are extremely high in calories and fast digesting carbs. So Arby's curly fries are a perfect example of a large order containing how many calories? 650 calories just for the fries team because I'm sure that you got or someone got the sandwich with the fries. The fries alone are 650 calories, 35 grams of fat, 77 grams of carbs, only seven of which are fiber. It is one of the worst and unhealthiest things you can order in America. Third, next to that one are Popeye's chicken tenders, another place I have never frequented in my life. Popeye's is a fast food restaurant chain and they specialize in fried chicken. One of its newer menu offerings is an item called handcrafted tenders. A three-piece serving of mild handcrafted chicken tenders contains 340 calories, 26 grams of carbs, and although the calories in one serving of tenders seems like a modest number compared to other fast food entrees, and it, it does, I could live with that amount of calories, this number can increase dramatically after adding the dipping sauce, and of course, a side of soda. In addition to being another deep fried food, these tenders do contain partially hydrogenated oils, and we know that those are commonly known as trans fats. Artificial or industrial trans fats are created by created, excuse me, are created by adding hydrogen to vegetable oils in order to make them more stable. And at the end of the day, team, that's why all of this stuff is so processed because they want it to be as stable as possible and to live on the shelf with the longest shelf life possible. They don't care how it impacts your body. They just want to make sure that this food lasts for a super long time. But trans fats have been outlawed in Europe and have been removed from most US restaurants and fast food establishments in anticipation of a ban that will be enforced. Um, actually, it says that it was supposed to be enforced in 2018, but I don't know that all restaurants have actually abided by it, which is really sad in itself. Now, at this time, handcrafted tenders still contain one gram of trans fat per serving. That was when this article came out. I don't really know if they fixed that or not because sadly when a lot of these restaurants or even protein supplements or all supplements if they ever have a problem and they have to fix it they don't always let you know if and when they did in fact fix it so Popeyes I'm gonna just say maybe just skip that restaurant how about that I don't think that's the healthiest option number four I can smell it as I say it the Cinnabon caramel pecan bun. As if a Cinnabon is not enough already, I can only imagine what the Cinnabon caramel pecan bun is all about. Now, Cinnabon is known for that enticing aroma. Have y'all walked by the store and you can just smell it? They're just shooting that smell out of the door and you can smell the gooey sweetness of the signature cinnamon rolls that they have. I'm not gonna lie, I've had that before, but I don't, I don't anymore. I've had it in the old days, I've tried it, but I do not go to Cinnabon, mostly because my husband makes uh, cinnamon rolls once a year on Christmas morning and they are the best thing in the world and he uses much better ingredients, so I don't go to Cinnabon. But I want you all to know that the classic Cinnabon cinnamon roll, they are large, they are dense, they are rich in fat and carbs, and they have eight 
180 calories in one classic Cinnabon. Can you imagine? But these are not even the most unhealthy of them on the menu because that honor is going to the caramel pecan bun. The pecan bun contains, are you ready? 1,080 calories, 51 grams of fat, 146 grams of carbs, only three of which are fiber. What's more is that 75 of those 146 grams of carbs come from added sugars. This is over twice the amount of added sugars that the American Heart Association recommends as the upper limit for the entire day. So the lesson learned is if you are going to Cinnabon, at least don't get the caramel pecan bun. <laughs> All right, this next one might get a lot of you because I know a lot of you go to Starbucks, yeah? Number five on the list, Starbucks white chocolate mocha frappuccino. Now listen, coffee is a calorie-free beverage team and that's fine. I'm fine if you wanna go into Starbucks and get a hot cup of coffee with nothing in it or their triple filtered water, which is fabulous. That's all good, but the sweetened coffee drinks, they are basically a liquid form of junk food. And I personally think that Starbucks liquid junk food is a reason for a big percentage of obesity today because everybody's hitting Starbucks once a day, twice a day, and I see the drinks they're getting when I go, which is very rarely. Um, and it's super high calorie liquid junk food, all right? Now this is true for hot coffee drinks like the mochas, the lattes, as well as those frozen blended coffee beverages. Just so you know, a grande, which is the medium serving size of these drinks, typically contains 250 calories or more. The worst Starbucks drink choice, according to this article, is the white chocolate mocha frappuccino with whipped cream. A grande packs 520 calories, 65 grams of carbs, 64 of which come from sugar. That is a lot of calories. That's like more than a meal for some people. And that is so much sugar. I can't, I mean, that is like off the charts. So you might be very cautious of that one at Starbucks this season. Number six, the Outback Steakhouse Bloomin' Onion. Oh, the Bloomin' Onions. I didn't even know that these were still made. Now, although most junk food can be found in the snack aisle of a grocery store or at fast food chains, there's definitely some sit-down restaurants like Outback that have just as bad and include just as much junk food, basically, as any of those stores, right? The Bloomin' Onion at the Outback Steakhouse is a staggering 1,954 calories, 122 grams of carbs, 154 grams of fat. And that is amazing. Like, I don't even think that should be legal to bring to a table. That is an astounding number to me. Now, I will say that the Bloomin' Onion is typically an appetizer, so probably people are sharing it, but still. Side note, my wonderful grandmother, Grandma Ray, she had the worst 
like she had a heart condition and the doctors told her back in the day, look lady, we don't even know how you're alive. Every single artery in your body is clogged. You have to take your nutrition seriously. That is what they told her. She was popping her little pills for her heart all the time. Like it would start, she would start to get palpitations. She had a little pill thing on her necklace. She would be popping the pills to help with her palpitations because all her arteries were like basically shut. She takes us out to dinner when I'm younger and she orders, I think it was at Chili's, the Bloomin' Onion. And that's what this woman ate when the doctors told her you have to watch your nutrition. Now you can see why all her arteries were clogged. God bless her, she lived like 10 years longer and they said you've got like two years to go. She has passed since then. But um, God bless Grandma Ray and the Bloomin' Onion. Number seven, Burger King Oreo Shake. Now milkshakes have been popular at fast food restaurants forever. I get it, they taste amazing, right? However, today's shakes, they are sweeter, and they are larger than ever before. And what do you think that means? It means the calorie counts are so much higher than they've ever been. The Oreo milkshake from Burger King weighs in at 730 calories, which is more than most hamburgers even have. A hundred of, or 121 grams of carbs, a hundred from sugar alone. Y'all, you gotta skip the Burger King Oreo milkshake. It is no bueno. Number eight, corn dogs. Well, I read this article. They described the corn dogs and it was almost like I could smell it at a fair, right? Corn dogs are such a state fair kind of favorite in the United States. In case you don't know what one is, but I'm sure you do, they dip the hot dog in cornbread batter and then they deep fry it until it's like golden brown. I can, I can smell it, I can kind of feel it, like how warm it is. I mean, when I was a kid, I definitely had them. Now the calories and the macronutrient values of corn dogs, they're not as concerning as many other junk foods, just so you know. Like they have 330 calories, 34 grams of carbs, 10 grams of protein. We could live with all of that. You wanna know what the problem is? Corn dogs contain processed meat. And several studies have linked processed meat to an increased risk of colon cancer and heart disease. So unfortunately, if you want to have one corn dog once a year at the state fair, I think you'll survive, but I definitely would not make that a regular nor for your children. Number nine, Dunkin' Donuts glazed jelly stick. Now someone needs to let me know on social media when I post this uh, podcast, what is a jelly stick? Is that not just your typical jelly donut? It's a jelly stick, they call it. Well, they say it's one of the worst uh, Dunkin' Donuts that they have because it has 480 calories in this stick, 59 grams of carbs and 25 grams of fat. It is a lot. And of course, the jelly filling also contains a lot of unhealthy ingredients like trans fats, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup as well. So sadly, Duncan, no more jelly sticks. And again, someone tell me what a jelly stick is. I have no idea. Number 10, Dairy Queen Royal Rhesus Brownie Blizzard. Do you see the theme here? How many of these foods come from fast food chains? That is a reason in itself, just skip the fast food places because they don't have anything healthy there, right? 
But Dairy Queen has the Royal Rhesus Brownie Blizzard. It contains 1,510 calories, 189 grams of carbs, and 72 grams of fat. It has artificial and natural trans fats. I mean, 1,500 calories, that's for some people an entire day of calories, if not more. Number 11, sugar sweetened soda. So sugar sweetened soda is probably the unhealthiest liquid junk food that you can consume and it's due to its high fructose content. Now just so you know, research suggests that consuming fructose in beverages for, uh, may be super risky because it can lead to heart disease and of course obesity. Now there was one study where overweight and obese adults who consumed 25% of their calories as fructose sweetened beverages on a weight maintenance diet experienced reduced insulin sensitivity, increased belly fat, and worsening of heart health markers. A 16 ounce bottle of soda contains 200 calories, 52 grams of sugar, oh my God, and at least half of that is fructose. So you gotta stop drinking the soda. I have to just throw it out there. Diet soda is just as bad because it has all the artificial chemicals in it. And it has been shown that soda in general, diet and regular will mess with hormones, especially diet soda, and it makes weight loss even tougher. So don't think if you're drinking diet, you're on a better track because now you're messing with your hormones, your body never knows when it's full, you keep drinking it, it's very addictive and it's super bad for you. Number 12 on the list, another fast food chain, you knew it was coming, KFC Famous Bowl. Now KFC is a fast food chain that has been around so long and it is famous for its fried chicken. Now in recent years, KFC added other items in their menu, including chicken pot pies and chicken bowls. Now the KFC Famous Bowl contains deep fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn, gravy, and cheese. It contains 710 calories, 82 grams of carbs, 31 grams of fat, and that is not healthy at all, right? It is just not healthy. Deep frying is one of the most unhealthy methods of food preparation in general. So put it all together. My general stance is you should never, ever, ever, not even once a year, go to KFC. Now, of course I went as a kid. My parents took me there and I can still taste it. Like I can taste all the salt in the chicken. I can taste all the salt in the mashed potatoes. And then you used to like make the little like hole in the mashed potatoes and put that gravy in the middle that was so salty. Again, all I can taste and remember is how salty it was, but in a good way. Like back then it was like, oh, isn't this delicious? And it's just so unhealthy. And someone once told me, or I read somewhere that going to KFC is basically like opening up a bottle of Crisco oil and just drinking it whole. And that basically it's the same damage that you're doing to your body. So I'm going to give KFC a big no, no, no ever. Like I'm not even talking once a year. Like you want to get the Dunkin' Donut once a year or once in a while, I'm totally fine with it. But KFC, no. Number 13, McDonald's triple thick Milkshake. So it sounds like we have to stay away from a lot of these milkshakes at these 
fast food restaurants. Now, McDonald's is best known for its burgers. We know the Big Mac, the Quarter Pounder with cheese that I grew up eating. Just so you know, I always used to get Quarter Pounder with cheese, large fries, large Coke. When I was a teenager, that's what I ate, all right? Now, although these burgers are super high in calories and carbs and fat, their values pale in comparison to those found in a certain McDonald's milkshake. The triple thick milkshake, 1,100 calories. Can you imagine the number you would find in two Big Macs? That's crazy. So you could eat two Big Macs or you could have one milkshake. And it has 193 grams of carbs, 135 from sugar. It is not good. Be very cautious at McDonald's. Number 14, Mrs. Fields cookie cups. Now I'm gonna tell you, I didn't even know Mrs. Fields was still around. I figured they had gone out of business. I have not seen a Mrs. Fields in a mall and I can't tell you how long, right? But they used to be like a staple in all the malls, but I didn't know they were still around. Now, apparently the cookie cup is very high calorie, very high carb, rich in refined flour and sugar. They contain three grams of unhealthy trans fat a piece. And the cookie cups have about 460 to 470 calories. It concerns me that they call it a cookie cup because it sounds like it's probably super small and maybe you like pop a bunch of them in your mouth and it's not just like one cookie cup that you're getting for 460 calories. So be very cautious if you do stumble across a Mrs. Fields. The last one, number 15. Cold Stone Mud Pie Mojo. So Cold Stone Creamery is known for its mix-in concept in which sweet and crunchy additions are mixed into soft ice cream and then they sprinkle some on top if you don't have a Cold Stone in your area. I haven't seen one in a long time, but I know in Southern California when I lived there, they had plenty of them. Well, the Mud Pie Mojo consists of 1,240 calories, 80 grams of fat, and 123 grams of carbs. Now that's, that's a lot, team. It is a lot. I feel like you would be doubled over in pain. I would be doubled over in pain if I ate something like that. Now those are the 15, and now you might be saying, well, which is the one that you sometimes have? What do you think? What do you think I sometimes have on that list? I have to be honest, I sometimes have a Coke or a Pepsi. It is a love of mine. I never have diet. I don't know how y'all drink diet. It tastes terrible to me. But to me, there is nothing better than a bubbly cold Coke or Pepsi. And I do have it probably hmm, once every few months. I haven't had it in a really long time. When I used to train really hard for Ironman and all that, I would come off a of training and I'd be so depleted and so hot and thirsty that I would just like die for a bubbly fountain drink Coke. Like that was like the greatest thing. So once in a while team, I have to be honest, I do have that. Um, and again, once in a while you can have these things, right? But I have to say junk food, it can be found everywhere these days and sadly as it said about some of the items what's happened over the years is now there used to be junk food but now the portions are so much bigger 
And they try to tempt you that way by saying like, you know, the extreme size or the extra big gulp or the extra large cup for half the price. It's like saying, you know, you get all of this for less money and somehow that makes it better. It's so bad for you. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. I remember once I went to Sonic. Have you ever been there? I was with my sister. We were driving a long distance with the kids and we all went through Sonic to get a drink and I was making it one of my days, y'all, where I was gonna treat myself to a Coke. And I said like, I'll have a small Coke or Pepsi, whatever it was. And she says, ma'am, it's cheaper for you to get the extra large. And I was like, I don't want the extra large. Just charge me the lesser price, but give me a small. And she's like, we can't do that. And I was like, that is so America, in my opinion. Like you had to get the one that was biggest and worst for you for the cheaper price. Like that's how you had to do it. But I was trying to be healthy and just get a small so I wouldn't, I would drink the whole big one if I got the whole big one, right? So anyway, bottom line team, Having these things once in a while, unless they were one of the things that I said never have. <laughs> KFC, never have, right? Once in a while, it's not gonna kill you. But these are highly refined carbohydrates in these kind of treats, highly processed oils. They're very unhealthy ingredients. And in general, they're not gonna leave you feeling too good. So hopefully just hearing about them and also just hearing like how much sugar and how many calories It'll make you think twice the next time you roll through that fast food joint. Or even Starbucks team, that is just as bad in my opinion. Not just as bad, but they got some pretty bad stuff there too. So keep an eye out, try to stay healthy, especially because the holidays are approaching and you already know that there's gonna be a lot of extra calories coming up. So do your best to stay on track. The Earn That Body podcast is always here to bring you fitness, health, and nutrition information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.